Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We are so glad you're here. A lot of football to talk about. We're going to squeeze in some baseball. Um, but it's a whole lot of college football this evening. Plus, Paul Condry and I will talk about high school football. Right now, though, the busiest guy you know, it's Network Indiana's Ryan Soul. Busy day on the gridiron here in the state of Indiana. We'll start out with Purdue and Syracuse. Purdue had the lead late, but Syracuse with a game-winning drive, the only completion on the drive, a 25-yard touchdown pass with seven seconds remaining. Syracuse takes it 32-29. Purdue falls 2-1-2. Indiana at home hosting Western Kentucky at Memorial Stadium. Once again, a strugglesome first half for the Cream and Crimson. They found a way to force overtime with 17 fourth-quarter points, and they won it on a Charles Campbell 51-yard field goal in that overtime session. 33-30. We'll get to more football scores on the way later in the show, but now we'll turn the tables over to Major League Baseball where the White Sox are leading the Tigers 4-2 in the bottom of the 11th. A twin bill between the Reds and the Cardinals out at Bush Stadium. Tied in the ninth inning right now. A scoreless game. Cardinals took game one of the doubleheader 5-1 to one over the Red Legs. Earlier at Wrigley in Chicago, the Rockies knocked off the Cubs 3-1. to one. Tomorrow on the NFL gridiron, down in Jacksonville, the Colts and the Jaguars go at it. A big note on the injury report surfacing today for the Indianapolis Colts. We'll keep you up to date. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Ryan Soule. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Ryan Soule, Graham Shear in tonight doing some great work. Uh, Ryan Soule, I love your tease, but you know what? I can't wait. What's the injury problem? Today, releasing that Michael Pittman Jr. will be out. He was downgraded from questionable oh. to out earlier this afternoon, Yikes. so the Colts will be without wide receivers one and two tomorrow against the Jaguars. Yikes. Uh, okay, stop talking. <laughs> Everything coming out of your mouth is bad. So tell me about the IU game. Overtime, 51-yarder for the win. Yeah, so the Hoosiers struggled a little bit in that first half, but once again came yeah, from behind no just like last week. And right. in overtime, they blocked the field goal from Western Kentucky who got the ball first, and then Bryant Fitzgerald from Avon almost ran it back. He was tackled down just 20 yards shy of winning it there, but they struggled a little bit on offense in that overtime drive as well. They moved the ball back, made the field goal a little harder than it needed to be, lost nine yards on three plays, but Charles Campbell put one through the uprights. Probably would have been good from 60. It was right down the middle, had plenty of leg as well. All right, so let's go back to the Colts. Uh, number one and number two receivers. Uh, so now the onus goes to, well, to, tell me who the re- receivers are going to be tomorrow. So it'll be Michael Strawn, Paris Campbell, Naeem Hines. Yeah. And then yeah. a group effort from there on out. All right. As you start moving down we, the depth chart. Yeah. I say we run the football. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Taylor will be there. That's good news for Colts fans. Yeah, I see. Control the clock, control control the ball. Forecast um, calls for a little bit of rain, too. About a 70% chance even, of rain at kickoff. So, might be a busy day better. for Jonathan Taylor. I think it might be. I don't think there's any question. So, uh, but that is certainly not good news uh, at all. And um, it's just, um, especially after you, you don't win. Of course, you don't lose, but you don't win your first game. So much emphasis has been placed on that for the obvious reasons, and uh, it's a situation where I think all I heard last week was uh, Houston's not very good, Colts will be okay. Uh, All I've heard this week is Jacksonville's not very good, Colts should be okay. Um, Give me a reason why I should be optimistic. I think the only reason you just talked about it, Jacksonville's not very good. It kind of flipped the script here 
in these first two weeks. It was supposed to be, let's glide through the first two weeks going to Kansas City at home 2-0. Right. and Now it feels more like you're trying to survive the first two weeks and get to Kansas City <laughs> with a winning record. Right. That's, 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 well, that's well said. Uh, he is Ryan Soul. You'll catch him every 15 minutes. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Well done. Coming up tonight, uh, our game plan is to talk about uh, Purdue and IU, Ball State in action today, Indiana State. We'll talk to about a little bit later on tonight. So uh, Paul Condry and I will do our customary Saturday night uh, recap of high school football. It was a a really, really interesting night last night. Um, If you had a chance to listen to the show, um, I had uh, I talked to 24 people last night after the games, uh, which is a you know a fair number of in- individuals when you consider the time restraints that we have, and so it was busy. There were some really, really, really nice ball games, great games, uh, and I mentioned it last night. Let's say it again. This is the halfway point. Paul Condry and I will be bringing you the pairing show for the IHSAA football championship uh, on October the 9th, just so you know, you can mark that down. That's from 5 until 7 p.m. on the IHSA Champions Network. You can, it's going to be streamed live as we do. All of these stations that you listen to, Indiana Sports Talk on, most of those stations will be bringing you um, our you know our, our radio broadcast live from the IHSAA headquarters. Now it starts to get real when you start to realize we have a date for the pairing show, and you're going into week number six. So you're you're clearly so you're to two thirds. You, you you're past halfway, coming up on uh, two thirds of the way through nine game regular season. So. I can do the math. I can figure that out. So tonight we're going to talk about high school football. We're going to talk about college football, small college football, some really, really good games uh, this afternoon as they uh, you know, get into their seasons a little bit more. You're going to find out a little bit more, obviously, about your teams. And so um, we have that to talk about. Plus, as I mentioned, we have some baseball to talk about. How about the South Bend Cubs last night? Champions, it's not a bad gig. So we're going to try to track down the voice, Brendan King, see what we can talk about there. So baseball and football, it's, look, it's September. It's good stuff to talk about. Short break, we'll come back and talk more football on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Glad you're with us. Ryan Soule and Graham Shear with me talking about what's going on. So coming up, Mr. Uh, Ryan Soule will have the scoreboard update. Ryan, um, you're going to have a scoreboard update. Uh, give me uh, give me some small college info. You have some scores, some, you know, those those kinds of games. And before you do that, tell me about my Indiana State Sycamores, how they do today. So that was one of the ones that I actually have compiled so far, Coach, and they didn't have such a great day. Montana, a tough Grizzlies uh, team came in and really pummeled right. them 49-14. to 14. Yikes. Well, um, it's still early. How's that? It's, it's still early. It it's, is early. It's early for everybody. Notre Dame with a W. How about them, right? Hey, they got off the schneid there. Freeman, Marcus Freeman got his first career win up at 
Notre Dame. I mean, it came a week later than most probably expected, but still a happy right. Irish fan base tonight. They squeak out the seven-point win against Cal, and they executed well down the stretch. Yeah, you know what they did. Uh, th- this was kind of a fun game to watch. Um, d- I don't know much about Cal. Uh, I was impressed with what they did. Um, I, I Jack Plummer had a really nice day. Um, I don't think he threw the ball well, but uh, made up for it with uh, great action with his feet and, and recognizing how to avoid uh, some real difficult circumstances. But, yeah, um, I always like to remind everybody, winning is hard. Uh, you ever heard me mention that? It's hard to win. Whatever the sport, whatever the level, it's hard to win. People just conveniently forget that the other team is also trying to win. And they also practice. And they also have good players. And they also have good coaches. And so it's hard. I don't care. Pick the sport. You think winning is easy? Go out there and coach a team and Trying to find out how easy it is. I'm just saying. This is from a guy who paid my bills winning games for you know, 21 years in my life. So I think I understand what the enterprise is about. So it's it's not it's not easy. And we have to understand that and we know Notre Dame fans are uh, very – they're passionate. I think that's great. That's what makes it such an interesting circumstance. They also um, – aren't very forgiving in terms of not winning um, their, their expectations are to play for national championships. And, and while that is a great goal, it's a fantastic goal. Uh, that is a hard thing to do. So good for the Irish. Good win. We're going to talk with Dr. Lynn Clark uh, in the 10 o'clock hour about that win. Uh, and as, as Ryan mentioned, it's a, it's a necessary win. Uh, you know, Coach, uh, Freeman can, you know, relax a little bit. Uh, got the gorilla off his back. Got that first win. Hardest one to get the first one. Um, doesn't make it easy from there, but the hardest one to win is that first one. And it was it was impressive the manner in which they played down the stretch. That was solid. That's something on which you can build as you uh, as you move forward with your team. So uh, that's that's very impressive. So we'll talk with uh, Lynn Clark in the uh, ten o'clock hour. Also talk with Brad Huber. Uh, we'll get a call from him. He was doing PA with my uh, alma mater, Franklin College. So we'll talk about that game today. We have some other small college football to talk about. And as always on Saturday night, Paul Condry from the Regional Radio Sports Network and the Indiana Football Digest will join me as we recap week number five of high school football last night. And, um, you know, some, there were some upsets. There were some, some great games, some streaks uh, continue. Uh, just a fun, fun night of football. And so uh, stay up late. Catch that. That'll be in the 11 o'clock hour later on tonight. And all you can always listen to it on our podcast. So um, I think it's one of the highlights of the week, of the weekend, to be honest, because Paul is um, he's very, very good at what he does. All right. Speaking of very good at what he does, Ryan Soul coming up. Scoreboard update. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. We'll start out in South Bend that we were just talking about. Marcus Freeman gets his first win. The Irish come from behind a 10-point fourth-quarter rally to take it over Cal 24-17. Drew Pine in his first start, 17-23 for 150 yards. He also had a pair of touchdowns. Notre Dame rushed for a buck 47 
on the ground against the California Golden Bears. Purdue falls at Syracuse 32 to 29. Indiana wins in overtime over Western Kentucky 33 to 30. Now take a look. Some top 25 scores around the league. Games in progress right now. Ohio State all over Toledo 56 to 21. Oklahoma State all over Arkansas Pine Bluff 56 to 7. Arkansas, the 10th-ranked Razorbacks in danger zone against Missouri State at home, 27-17. Missouri State up with just over 12 minutes to go. Tennessee leads Akron, 42-3. NC State, 13-point leaders over Texas Tech, who's driving right now, 20-7. Michigan State trying to claw their way back in against former Indiana cornerback Michael Penix and the Washington Huskies. They trail 29-14 as the second half just getting underway there. Down in the swamp, Florida having some trouble with USF, 24-21 just after halftime in that one. Nearing intermission in Western Michigan, Pittsburgh 13-6 leaders over the Broncos and Clemson with a touchdown command over Louisiana Tech at the half. Colts and Jaguars tomorrow, no Michael Pittman, no Alec Pierce for the Indianapolis Colts. Jonathan Taylor in action. He'll play with wide receivers 3-4-5 and five to start things out. Colts and Jaguars 1 p.m. tomorrow. For Network Indiana, I'm Ryan Soule. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Driven, the number two, save lives.org is their website. Sign up today, help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. There are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. By signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. This very important website, again, driven, the number two, savelives.org. And we appreciate them being a part of our show for the last two years. That's uh, very, very important to what we're trying to get accomplished here. So thank you very much. Go to that website as often as you can. College football today, uh, not a exciting win uh, um, in overtime, 33-30. Get a little field goal for the W. Come from behind win, kind of put themselves in a, in a difficult spot. Look great to come back uh, and turn it around. So they continue and find ways to win. They're battling. Uh, just you like you like the fight of this group, uh, and it was a very impressive Western Kentucky team, without question. That was that was a an interesting game, to say the least. Notre Dame picked a win number one, as you heard, very very important win over a, a good California team. Cal played well. Uh, that was fun. Purdue, tough luck. We're going to talk with Rob Blackman from the Purdue Radio Network coming up in the next hour about their 32-29 loss at Syracuse, a game in which they had 13 turnovers. Think about it. Excuse me, 13 penalties. I'm sorry, there's a difference. 13 penalties. Um, Had some turnovers. Um, This is just a game where they're their own worst enemy. You know, and these these were crucial turnovers, especially uh, at the end. And so... Well, we'll get Rob's perspective on that, um, and you know we'll we'll talk about uh, Indiana State um, and some uh, really good games 
Not a great day for some of our small college teams, but a good day for Marion University. They beat a good St. Francis of Illinois team, 31-7. Albion beats Rose Holman, 49-17. That is a an interesting game in the sense that it's, you know, each one of those teams won their respective conferences a year ago. Rose winning the HCAC, Albion winning that conference up in Michigan. And um, they have an, an arrangement with the conferences that the winners will play one another that next year. So they block off that particular Saturday just in case. And so that's a good win. Wabash with a great win, conference win over Worcester. That's always a tough matchup, 48-14, the final in that one. Um, Indiana State losing to Montana, 49-14. We're going to talk about a lot of these games coming up later on, and I'll update you on uh, the day uh, that was in small college football. Hanover losing 31-28 to Olivet, and um, tough way to start their season. So it's uh, it's early. You're getting into conference play early and early, and so that's kind of what you have. Now, Ryan Soule, you're with me. The update, I've, you've given everybody the update, but if somebody's just joining us and you're tuning in at 1 o'clock tomorrow to watch the uh, Colts take on Jacksonville, you won't see the numbers one and two receivers uh, because Michael Pittman Jr. out for this game. Correct. Pittman and Pierce both will be out with injuries this week, both of them on pace, hopefully to be back by next week. Pittman almost will be upgraded for sure next week. Pierce is in that concussion protocol, so it's kind of time will tell. Have they have they added anybody for this game? Uh, were they able to make a roster move um, for this matchup with Jacksonville? So this afternoon, they added Chase McLaughlin, the kicker, to replace Rigoberto Sanchez from the practice squad. And with right. Michael Pittman being downgraded to out, they were able to elevate Kiki Kuti from the practice squad in that wide receiver role. Might even see him return some punts if Hines needs a break. But it'll be a little bit of a former reunion with him. He spent some time with Jacksonville. Had some pretty good games against the Colts as a member of the Jaguars. So Naeem Himes might be, uh, you know, might become more of a factor, uh, you know, a possibility, right, as you look to try to find somebody to whom you can throw the ball and expect good things. Yeah, you might be looking closer to double-digit receptions with checkdowns out of the backfield to Naeem Hines or even see him lined up a little bit in the slot tomorrow. I think it's an interesting thing where you, I think you'll also see uh, a, a lot. We talked about this earlier, a lot of Jonathan Taylor. I think that wouldn't uh, surprise anyone, wouldn't surprise Jacksonville, that's for sure. And um, I think good things happen when you give him the football, either hand it to him or throw it to him. I mean, you can't argue with that because the results speak for themselves on paper there. But he's a very talented right. player, and he's able to elude defenders very well. So once you can get the ball in his hands, any way you can do it, rushing game, passing game, getting him out in space, and it's a trouble for opposing defenses. Well, it's an important game, obviously, uh, to uh, get your first win, get yourself going, uh, get try to get some momentum because I think we all understand that you'll be, you will be uh, at home for your home opener next week against Kansas City. First things first, they have the the challenge of being on the road again against a Jacksonville team that. Uh, is not, I think, not an upper echelon team by any stretch. However, they like to talk about parity in the NFL. 
and the cool people say National Football League. They don't they don't use the uh, the initials. So I'm going to try to be cooler now by going the National Football League. And so you know it'll be fun. One o'clock. Um, and you said rain is possible tomorrow in Jacksonville. Don't they have like a tropical storm coming through and that down, down there? So I, I'm not sure. Rain about a might be a factor storm, in this, in this matchup tomorrow. Heavy, heavy rain. Heavy rain expected. Heavy, heavy rain. Uh, okay, that sounds good. I'm sure you'll be watching the game, won't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry I brought that up. All right, coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update with Ryan Soule. And uh, he'll update you on the Colts' roster situations, give you some college football scores as we look ahead. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.